Welcome back, episode 30, Jerry Garcia. It's not my weekend podcast. Uh, Monday, January 11th, 2021, dog. Yahweh, Yahweh. We're already in this freaking year, dog. And I hope you guys are so far so good, right? Um, a lot of the same, of course. And it uh, gets a little crazy out there at the Capitol. You know, I don't, again, I don't know much, dog. I don't know a lot of things, fool. But I saw this coming, fool. Like, like, like from just from a fan of idiots, right? This is what people do. This is what dumb fucks do, dog. Right? And uh, he knew sooner or later they were going to do something where they're going to march to the White House or march somewhere angry, Trump supporter. I saw I saw this happening closer to the twentieth or whatever the inauguration is gonna happen, uh, like that week, and which is what next week basically. I saw that coming. Like it's something's gonna go down. For I'll go Algo's gonna happen. I mean, there's. I mean, we joke here with the homies, friends. We joke and we say a race horse, bro, because it feels that way, right? It's not technically that, and oh god i hope it doesn't ever get to something like that fool because uh first of all we would win second of all nah that's that's not good right um but it, it feels like a little race war type of situation dog and uh it, it's like a, a a boiling point fool there's boiling points happening people are upset people are angry and it, it's just uh and again i don't know the shit about the politics and stuff like that but i i, I there's anger fool there's frustration now from that side right the, you knew the losing side was going to not have a good they weren't going to take this easily fool right if biden would have lost fool of course a blm movement and the those antifa fools and all these fools and even who knows how crazy people would have gone from this side right but good I, I think the good guys won, I would think, right? And so the other side is very upset. And the other side is, you know, it's it's just uh, just crazy, right? Okay, I mean, look, I'm an HP, bro, right? I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not really around all that white people stuff. And I have a lot of white friends, fool, right? Obviously, we do, we all do, right? No one here, no one here is calling anybody racist, fool. It's just, it's como se siente, güey, las cosas, güey. It's como, como se siente, no se siente bonito, güey. See, it feels weird, right? That's all. And, and and it comes down to, when you look at it, 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 it almost, it, it's not just blue versus red, fool. It's not a blood versus crip, Democrat, Republican shit. It's not that. It's a little bit more than that, Right. You don't want to yell it out loud because you don't want to be the guy who yells it out loud. But it feels like, dog, this is literally a race war, fool. And it's just, it's not pretty, fool. Especially when I'm talking with my kids about it. It's hard to explain, like, why they're so mad. I don't know, dog. But when you look at the numbers of and the people who are storming into the capital, pues a que miras, wey? I'm looking for black people. I'm looking for the fucking paisas. I'm looking for these fucks. And I'm sure there's a couple in the sprinkled. I'm sure there's a handful. I'm sure there's a fucking uh, Gonzalez, a uh, Rodriguez motherfucker in there. I'm sure there's a Morenito in there somewhere. Hard to find, though. Hard to find. And the rest are going to be puros. Compitas güeros, right? Puros gabachos, güey. And that's why it gets a little like, damn, dog. This is more than just Trump. This is more than just Republicans. This is some anger of 
white people not wanting to let go of what they have over for so hundreds of years, what they supposedly built, ignoring the fact that we've all built this together. Immigrants have been as big as, as anybody. To it's just how it happens that some immigrants are also white, so they take credit for that. But anyway. I don't even know what I'm saying, dog. I hope you guys are with me. But it, it's a little scary, fool. It's a little scary and it's not cool. And, uh, it, you know, it, it, it comes down to that fool, pretty much, right? I I know Biden is white also and they're mad at Biden and they hate Biden. But it's, they're also mad at what he represents, right? And which is not the white movement is how I see it, fool. And it's, 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 it's ugly, man, you know. You know, obviously I watch sports. Right and sports, there's a there's a big you know a left community which is uh, you know more than more than Nitos and Latinos and stuff. So you know you could tell they're voicing their anger, their disgust of what they're seeing, and it's a trip, doc. It's a trip, fool. Uh, so that's where I wish I was a little bit more educated, where I can make more educated you know comments about this, but. It is what it is, dog. It is what it is. And I'm just like, I'm just a bystander, basically. At the end of the day, I'm just a bystander scrolling through the news. And I do watch Fox. And I do watch CNN. And I do watch the Twitters. And, you know, just to get a little insight of what the fuck is going on. And, of course, everyone talk about the white privilege, about how they, you know, climb those walls. And nobody gave a shit. Nobody... Did anything and no sport another way. I'm watching this for the first time, and that's I don't know about you guys, I'm sure you guys too. But the first thing that popped in my head was if those were Morenitos way or those were Latinos, they would have shot those motherfuckers down off those walls, bro. They would have shot them, fool. And that's how I thought. I go, he was he, if that was me there, dog, if that was me climbing that wall, fool, you don't think they would have shot my ass, fool? You think they would have been. Hey, 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 hey there, hey there, no, 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 they would not have acted that way, fool. And yes, there was people who got hurt and even killed in there, but it, it was, it, it would have been a bloodbath, fool. And then I, and then later I would hear all these other people commenting that, so I'm like, oh shit, uh, they felt like I felt, you know, I heard Doc Rivers and others say, if I would have been black a BLM, that would have been a lot of motherfuckers getting shot there, dog. And that's exactly how I felt, fool. I mean, we can't get away with that. You know, we can't get away with something like, imagine all these Latinos or blacks, you know, we're saying, you know what, we're going to storm the Capitol. We're going to fucking fight for a right to party or whatever the fuck it is, the reason, right? And the motherfuckers would have been blasted, fool. Shot the fuck up. And then the National Guard would have came in, like, literally in minutes, fool. And, uh, you know... Coast Guard or where the fuck and all these fools. Mira, si un desmadre, güey. Pero they didn't work. And instead, I, they, all these fools just walk in their forward. And they know it. They have this face like, that's right. That's right. We belong here. This is ours. You know? Eso es lo que te molesta y te hace ver. You know? And this Trump situation is just ridiculous, right? I mean, even the Republicans are calling them out, but they don't do nothing. They just call them out. They just talk shit. They just say, hey, we're está loco. Say, wait, pero what are we going to do? What you mean what you going to do? Do something, motherfucker. You're his colleague. 
Oh, wait. Soon as my, I heard the other one about, uh, you know, when the, the lady judge passed away, the viejita way, and then they were going to replace her, and they couldn't replace her. They, you know, the, the Republicans sped the process up to replace her, and it had never been heard of. Like, it's impossible. Like, they didn't let Obama replace it at the time when he was president, replace that person, because he said, you're about to leave office. You can't replace this judge, Supreme Court justice. You can't do it. Sorry, and he was still like three months or four months away from leaving the office. And this was less than two months away from leaving the office and they let him do it. Like, no, mames, way. No, mames, way. I don't know. Está cabrón, way. Agárrense, way. Agárrense. And at the end of the day, you just gotta fucking hold your own and just wait for January 20 and see what happens January 20, fool. Like, I just hope, you know, this Trump guy, I mean, this Trump guy is really... Honestly, a, a, like an evil person, fool. He's not a good person, fool. He's not a smart person. You know, it's not like if he's coming from a very intelligent way, like I'm too smart. I'm, Guys, you guys are not listening. I'm actually trying to do the right. No, he's not. He's not trying to do anything to bring peace or harmony or anything to anybody, fool. He's not, way. And that's what bothers me that, guys, do you not understand, though, that this guy, he's not sane, fool? Que está loquito el güey. How are we allowing this to happen? How are we, this one almost won the second term. You know? I mean, not really. He didn't come close, but he, he was there. He was top two, motherfucker. He was second place. You know? And all these get votes and, and votes that were lost in Ching. You know, my man, anyway. Ay, ay, ay. Pero que se va a hacer, verdad? Uno que no sabe, uno que ni puede ni votar, verdad? Nah, I don't know, fool. It's a trip, dog. Well, it's just hopefully things get better, dog. Things, it's it's a crazy time, you know. I, I watch shows like Mad Men, and I would watch, you know, obviously when they were in the 60s, and all these things that would happen in the, that happened in the 60s, fool, right? I mean, JFK getting murked, fucking... Uh, uh, Martin Luther King getting murked and Robert F. Kennedy getting murked. I think he got in the 80s, though. But I'm saying the 60s were some crazy times, fool. And, and I remember watching that Mad Men stuff. And I'll be like, damn, how did people get through that? You know, how did people get through John F. Kennedy getting killed? How did people get through Martin Luther King getting killed, dog? How did people get through that stuff? Vietnam, fool. How did people get through that stuff? Como lo hicieron, wey? You know, like I could, I can imagine the tense stress as an adult, as a person with kids, family, or even as children watching this. You know, and and now we're in it. We're we're literally living that. We're living what the people in the sixties lived, dog. And it's and I I don't like it. I don't like it. Of course, no one does, right? Because everything's just been thrown off. And then, pachicaba la chingada, el pinche coronavirus, wey. No, está cabrón, wey. Yeah. Because right now, we're in, like, uh, I've been talking about February 10th, Houston Improv, fool, but even that's in jeopardy now, fool. Just had a conversation earlier today. That's in jeopardy. They're about to go to a, some sort of lockdown in Houston, some sort of uh, just more harder restrictions where they're going to bring down the capacity to 25%, maybe. There's talks over there going on with their govern governor and people calling shots, and so at this point, fool, I might have to push back February 10th, fool. Like my tickets link is not even on the website right now, fool. That's just how much in limbo my show is, and 
I'll keep you guys posted for I'll know by the end of this week. By the next podcast, I should definitely know exactly because they'll let me know this week what we're going to do. So, I don't know, man. You know, and obviously California, there's no shows anywhere near right now in California. Nothing, fool. So, uh, it's all TikTok for me right now. <laughs> it's just all TikTok and podcasting. Uh, and just trying to stay relevant. I, I feel sorry for any, you know, I, I think about other comics, how they're doing, other, you know, other people who are trying to make it in this business or anything similar to me, you know, uh, creative wise. And está cabrón, güey. Está cabrón. Yo no me desespero, gracias a Dios, I'm doing pretty well. You know, I'm doing pretty well with money, not great, but well. And uh, just keep on moving forward, dog. But at the same time, just trying to figure out new ways to stay relevant with y'all and trying to keep myself busy, bring content out. And but, but see, the thing is, guys, my thing is stand-up comedy, fool. Your puro pinche stand-up. That's, that's where I want to be. But because of that, there's no, there's no option right now to to figure out other ways like podcasting, which is TikTok videos, which is, you know, skits, you know, and... Uh, it's just kind of getting out of my comfort zone, which is fine. I can't complain at the end of the day. But, you know, obviously, I'm not getting paid for TikTok videos. I'm not getting paid what I want for podcasting. You know, comedy is where I make my money. That's where I make my rent, my bills, my everything comes. Most of most of that comes from comedy, you know. And I take little side gigs, side jobs here and there with the after school program and with kids programs. That side money right there, that's just to enhance whatever it is the fuck I'm doing or just to keep me busy and make sure I have money for my kids. But comedy is where I make my fucking dough, bro, and it's not there. So, But uh, we've been able to figure out other ways to make money, like the Rams upsetting the Seattle Seahawks. Thank you very much. <laughs> no, I didn't bet on the Rams. Fuck that shit. I'm still mad at them. But, uh, you know, congratulations. I'm happy for the Rams. I'm happy for L.A., we need this. We need a team representing in the playoffs in the NFL. And uh, the Rams are, I, I can't be prouder than them. You know, I'm a Raider fan, but I'm also a Rams fan. I can't lie. I can't deny it. I, I cheer for them. I root for them. I, you know, I, 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 they just let me down with the betting for the saw. But other than that, I can't hold that against them. It's not, my, it's not their fault. It's my fault for believing them and putting my money on them. But it's tough times, man. Sometimes I was getting, oh, yeah, and then um, talked to a homie right now, uh, about doing a uh, little, little small, uh, little, little part in an independent film that he's shooting. Looking forward to that. He sent me, he sent me the, the script. I'm looking for the script, that's why. So, let me see here. I want to give this guy a, a proper. Uh, a proper shout out, uh, Agustin. Shout out to the homie Agustin. He's got a little project going on, independent filmmaker. Uh, he, he listens to the podcast, of course, and he hit me up like, "Yo, man, you know what? I'll listen to your podcast, and I may have a little role for you, dog. Nothing big, you know, no, no, nothing que se diga, pinche Oscar winning performance. You know, it's not for his gump shit, but." Got a little something, something for you if you're down. He showed, showed me, the, sent me the script and I read it and I said, you know what? I can play that. I can play that. I've been in a restaurant and I can play that. 
And uh, we'll see what happens. Well, oh, it's something to keep me busy. I'm looking forward to it. I appreciate that, man. I, I get a lot of love from uh, you guys on, on uh, Instagram and, and uh, mostly Instagram, I would say. Facebook Messenger who listen to the podcast. I thought, by the way, I appreciate you guys. I was like, uh, give me your thoughts on the, on the, on the episode, on a little feedback, a little inside jokes. I, I, I appreciate it, Doc. So somebody hit me up about the Rams, about the betting. And uh, yeah, I was doing calculations, man. That time I was uh, talking about that uh, survivor pool. I was going to win $2,500. So. so the Jets cost me $2,500. Dollars, bro. That was the pat. I was potentially gonna win. One week away from. I was one week from having an opportunity. And of course, week seventeen, I'm paying attention. Like, who would I have taken? Who would I have taken? Week seventeen, and it was gonna be the Colts. I took the Colts against Jaguars, and sure enough, the Colts kicked ass. I would have won twenty five hundred dollars. But yeah, qué se va a hacer, Qué se va a hacer, I'm over it. I'm over it, I swear. I'm over it. All right? I'm over this fucking first segment, too. Fuck that. Let's take a break. Uh, be back and chat up with you guys a little bit more. Keep you guys company on your way to work. Are you guys a lot of, a lot of you guys are working already? I see more and more traffic out there. I see, I see more and more drivers. That 60 is getting slammed again. I know they're working on it, but it's getting ugly. That, that 10 freeway. I got the fast track, homie. I do the fast track thing. Fuck that. I'm not going to do that traffic. I got to get to Azusa, fool, to pick up Nicolás, dog, my youngest. I got to go. I go there like two, three times a week, fool. So I, I'm not going to be stuck in that. Fuck that. Fast track, homie. And I keep my fast track on three, bro. Three passenger. Chingas, I don't go. Fuck, pull me over. And I'm fly, I'm always flying down that fucking 10 freeway at different times of the day, fool. Like sometimes midday, sometimes morning, sometimes evening. But I'm up and down that shit, and I'm not. I, there's traffic again, traffic for so much of a lockdown, traffic dog, everywhere, LA. But I love it here, and uh, we'll see what's up. All right, let's take a break. I'll come back to this motherfucker. What up? I got a new sponsor, and it's Quick Repairs, dog. Owned by the homie, close personal friend of mine, Adrian Latios, dog. This homie, I've known this fool for about 15 years, man. Casi maybe more now, dog. Well, and uh, he, I'm very proud of his work. He's the best at fixing phones. He's been fixing phones, fool, since they were flipping, dog. Back in 1999, that's the way. Le entró fuerte los teléfonos since he was young, fool. And he's the best at it now, dog. He has his own shop in Southgate, California. 9621 California Avenue, fool. Hit him up. That shit's open seven days a week, fool. You can also call him at 562-656-4622. Quick repairs. Look him up on the IG. Quick, Q-U-I-K, underscore, repairs, underscore, on IG. Hit him up. Tell him your boy Jerry Garcia sent you, fool. And he's going to literally legit give you the homie discount, fool. Make it happen. Yes, I love LA. And uh, but you know what? I've been, no, I, I, you know what I got on? I've, I've been watching uh, HDTV. Uh, shout out to the homie Orlando Leyva. He's the reason I started watching HGTV. Because he has a, a great bit about HGTV. Uh, on his episode on, on HBO, uh, Adorable. Check out Orlando Leyva. And uh, the homie has this bit. I love it. I love the bit about how he 
he was watching sports and then accidentally, you know, the, the channel changed to HDTV when he dropped the remote or something, I believe it starts. And it switched to, over to HDTV. And it was about the home uh, people who are fixing their houses and stuff. And he got stuck on it. And he's like, fuck the game. This is better. And he starts watching the HDTV. I think it's a great, I can't, of course, I can't say it. I can't do it. I don't, you know, it's a great bit. And so that got me intrigued a little bit about HCTV when I heard that bit. So I've been watching this shit, bro. And let me tell you, Doc, I'm in it, fool. I love it. I fucking love It's my new, uh, what is that called? Guilty Pleasure. T-Way. I watched, I watched this one show called Love It or List It, right? And again, I'm 40 years old now, ladies and gentlemen. I think it's time. I want to buy a house, fool. That's my next. That's my. That's on my five year plan. Before I turn 45, I want a house, fool. Chingona house, way of course, right? A nice house. Uh, I say chingona because you obviously you're shooting high, but I'll settle with just a fucking nice house. And of course, I want. I've said this many times. I want to stay here in Southern Cali. I want to stay here in LA County. I want to stay here around this area, of course. But no mames, way watching these shows on HDTV, motherfucking houses, North Carolina, and uh, I don't know where else they have, but it's all around that area, full Wisconsin and shit like that. Not that I would live there, but North Carolina, maybe I would have to be very famous. Like I have, I would have to have at least one movie, maybe a sitcom under my belt. Uh, of course, like I gotta be like big where i could sell out anywhere anytime uh close to george lopez status where i would probably be down to move out because i don't want to worry about having to be close to la for a meeting or a, a or an audition or an opportunity nah fuck that you find me now kind of shit kind of like what dave Chappelle does in ohio that fool's in ohio dog Stay away. Le vale madre. he's over there now joe rogan dallas fuck that he's over there because they, they they don't need hollywood no more hollywood comes to them so I need to be close to that, all right, for me to be able to move to a place like North Carolina. So, and again, not that I want to live in North Carolina, but the fucking houses, bro. Come on. You guys have seen it. I watched this show, Love It or List It, where these people, like, have they already, they're already homeowners, right? And so, but they want to uh, fix their house, renovate their house. So they have a budget and they have these people come and they renovate. They ask, I want this, this and that done to my house. I have this much money for only a hundred grand. Got a hundred grand. I want to do this. I want to add an extra room, a kitchen, blah, blah, blah. And they fucking, they, you know, they're renovating their house with their hundred thousand dollars or whatever budget, right? In the meantime, while their house is getting renovated, this other dude on the show, uh, he is a realtor. He's going to show that couple that owns that, owns that house, the, the house is getting, that's getting renovated, new homes. So he's going to try and entice them to move. Leave their old house. Well, of course, list it, sell it, and move to a new house. So, not only is the new the old house getting fixed on, getting all pretty and shit, you know, getting Botox or whatever the fuck they do to these houses, the realtor is showing them brand new, fucking beautiful, fucking fat ass, big boobies type houses, right? And so he, they, so they, he tries to get them out of their house and have them get move into a new house. And that's a dope show, fool. I'm hooked on that fucking show, bro. I'm this close to buying Discovery Plus. This close, fool. Five bucks a month. And because of that show and 90 Day Fiance, which I'm not a big fan of, but, you know, my girl is and she's watching it. And so I'm like, all right, maybe we could watch that. Uh, so we got that. And then, so we got the 90 Day Fiance, we got the fucking, uh, 
And I, again, I need defense. I want to get into it just because. Uh, so you know, f- for my for jokes, these are all potential material. Also, right? I want to watch these shows because I want to get maybe jokes out of these jo- shows. So ninety day, they got like a Teen Mom wannabe show, which I'll be checking it out. Unexpected, I check it out. You know, there's Latinos in that show, so I like it. I've I've only seen like one or two episodes. Uh, th- a show that's not on HGTV. It's on A&E. It's Hoarders, bro. I'm into Hoarders big time, fool. I fucking love Hoarders, dog. Oh, man. How do these people live this way? That fucking show, Hoarders, I know it's going to sound hacky, but that's what makes me want to... Every day, I clean my house because of that. I wash dishes every day. I throw shit out every day because of that fucking show, dog. Every day. Um, so I think that's the joke I'm going to work on about some why how these shows have impacted me, like 90 Day Fiance and shit like that. So... But this this fucking realtor show about, about how the houses they show for pinches chuladas way acres, fucking basements, extra room, family room, barns, attics you can live in, five bathrooms, three bathrooms, fucking este pinches master bedrooms and this and that. Oh, for $500,000, way No mames, way 500000 You know how much a house in Huntington Park starts at? Starts. And that's a two-bedroom, one-bathroom house. They start at $450,000, fool. A two-bedroom, one-bathroom house, bro. Chingadera, wey. Pedazo de casa, wey. Pedazo, wey. Pero ya, wey. You know, five. Okay, we, the guy's like, we got you your four bedrooms. We got you your three bathrooms. We got you the three car garage. We got you the basement. We got you the this. And we got you that. You know how much this house is? How much? $520,000. I'm like, no, fuck, fool. Fuck, fool, fool, I started looking at my bank account like, okay, let me see what I, if I, if I start paying this, if I pay off my phone, maybe this, uh-huh, start, ooh, I, gotta, I go to H&M a little too much, ooh, that fucking, ooh, that fucking bedding, ooh, DraftKings is killing me right now, I start trying to make some moves here, you know, and, uh, I'm like, North Carolina, huh? They got an improv out there. There's a there's an improv in North Carolina, a brand new one. Hmm. No way. The pones a pensar, way. <sighs> I know you guys get me. I know you grown-ups get me. I know you grown-ups get me. And I'm going to rough it out here in L.A. I know it's stubborn of me. Stubborn of me. But this being in L.A. also lights a fire in me, fool. It lights a fire. It makes me like I have to make it, fool. I have, there's no going back no more. I'm f- too far in, dog. I'm too far in the game. I have my little TV credits. I got my little this. I got my little that. I got a little money, a little notoriety. I, you know, I got a little fucking fan base. I got this. I got that. It, I, I'm not where I want to be, but I'm getting there. And I'm already, I, I'm in, I can't quit now, fool. I can't just turn my back on LA or Hollywood. I mean, I'm here. I'm in it, fool. I'm having the meetings. I'm having the phone calls. I'm having the emails. I'm having the people reaching out and what's up and what this and that. And I, I got that. I, I'm in the right, I'm, I'm on the right lane, fool. It's just, it's just traffic. There's just traffic on this lane. I'm not going as fast as I would like to go, but I'm on the right lane here, fool. That makes sense. So, 
Pero I'm also getting older, fool. And, you know, that's one thing I, I really regret, though. I regret starting so late in comedy, fool. You know, I started October 2009. And uh, I was about to be 30, fool. In February. So I was like three months away from being, four months away from being 30, fool. So basically 30, right? Because the first few months, what? The fuck does it matter? What, what, what does it count, right? Um, so basically 2010 I started full so um, 30 at 30 basically what I'm trying to tell you if I would have started at 27 full at 26 25 Dios quiera 24 wey. no wait where would I be right now full well, that's how I see it with, where would I be I, I don't know full I, I know I would be a little bit further I know I would be like at least Felipe Esparza like you know, if not bigger, fool, at least, fool. You know, he's doing very well for himself. He's the guy I look up. He's like my next tier, I believe. I see him as my next tier up. Um, And, uh, yeah, fool, at least, dog. So, but now I find myself at 40, about to be 41 in a couple of weeks. So now I'm like, damn, clock is working against me, dog. Now I have to make, I have to be, by 45, fool, I have to be established, like national known not i don't have to be super famous but just known like oh yeah that guy yes we we want him in this club we want him here oh jerry yes we need him in st louis oh yeah we need him in pittsburgh oh yeah we need him in north carolina you know i, I that's what I, I don't have that right now guys i don't you know i got that one person that hits me up from idaho yo what's up when you coming to idaho bro Got that one person hitting me up from fucking uh, St. Louis. Yo, what's up, fool? St. Louis, talk on the way. One, you know, I need more of those people. And I appreciate you, motherfuckers. Um, but, yeah, dog, it's, uh, you know, I realize this fucking podcast is more of a rant for me, dog. I, you know, this is really like counseling for me. I really appreciate you guys listening there because you guys don't say much. And I appreciate that. You guys just let me talk and let me think out loud, basically. Pero sí, güey, te pones, especially around my birthday, me pongo a pensar, güey, oh, mames, güey, ya fue, ya es otro año, güey, ya hay que echarle ganas. And it's because, I mean, what sucks that 2020 was just toilet, bro. It just went down the toilet, bro. It was horrible. So, I, I've mentioned this last episode. I didn't do shit. No, we didn't do, none of us. No one, none of us. Jesus, none of us. We did nothing that 2020. So, a whole year went a waste. A whole year. So, that throws off, like, now fucking man like we dug we went sunk a little deeper now we try to get out of that so anyway i'm not even tripping to be honest with you guys i'm not tripping i'm just venting out loud yelling out loud i'm i'm happy i'm content i appreciate what i've accomplished i like where i'm at uh but i of course we want more fool i still wake up every morning in huntington park dark you know uh, well, pinche lotero yelling in the, in the tamal, tamal, tamale guy every morning. I, I still wake up to that, fool. And uh, that's when I say, yeah, I haven't made it yet. I haven't made it yet. No, I still get my car note every month for to a 2015 Camry. Yeah, I haven't made it, motherfuckers. I have not made it. But all this is going to make me appreciate more because when I do get shit, I do appreciate it more. I'm like, oh, man, that was cool. This and that, the Imagine Award and the HBO special. It's just like, cool. We're in the right direction here, dog. 
We're doing something right. I'm not even tripping. No mawito. I'm not. I'm not gonna hang myself or anything like that. For relax, you know. But there's still so much to accomplish. Fool. There's still. I still have so much to give, and I still have too much to to do in this game. And uh, and this is the place for it, ladies and gentlemen. This is the place. You know. I hear Arizona got some great homes. Texas got some beautiful houses, beautiful place. I don't even have to go all the way to North Carolina, dog. I could, I could just go to Arizona for in Scottsdale for you. Con Scottsdale me conformo with beautiful fucking big ass houses over there and holes. Yes, that sounded right. And uh, or even Texas, fool, pinche el paso. You know, it's the west coast of Texas, and we'll see what's up, fool. We'll see what's up, San Antonio and shit. No my way, but, you know. And then my kids are getting older, you know. They're going to be 14 and 15 this year, dog. So, I, you know, once those fools are 18 and shit, it's easier to make movidas, right? And say, hey, guys, I'm out. You guys want to come kick it with me in the summer? You guys got a pad with an attic and a basement and a three-car garage and your own bathroom? Y'all come kick it. Y'all come see your pops. That's what I'm saying, 45. 45 is a number, dog. 45. Before, dog. A 44 would be amazing. 43 with the ideal. Next year would be appreciated. But uh, we'll see. Big dreams, dog. Right? Big dreams. And I know a lot of you guys have. I, I talked to see you guys. I'll be chatting with some of you guys on, on the IG, like I said. And uh, like the homie, Agustin, the filmmaker, we're, we chat, we chatted up for a while. I know he's listening right now. And he, and he speaks a lot of the same stuff, frustrations that I have, bro. He's trying to make it as a director, as a filmmaker. He's done all the right things. He's dotted all his I's. He's crossed his T's. He's studied the game. He's gone to school. He's fucking, you know, been a, a, a what is those called? Assistants. You know, he, he's been the understudies. He's been the interns. He's done all that shit. He's done everything you've asked him to do. And all he's trying to do is make movies, right, himself. And... It's got to start small, got to start with independent and small budget and your own budget. And, you know, you got to do, like he said, he's got to do his own reservoir dogs. I can never say that word, reservoir dogs. And I get it, fool. It's the same, same shit, same hustle that I'm going with comedy. He's got with filmmaking. And a lot of you guys are. It's another homie, Joel, fool, the photographer, the homie that's worked with us for American Wannabes for a little bit. Ese compa también, fool, he says he goes anywhere. He'll travel anywhere on his own budget, on his own money to go and shoot for somebody who needs him to shoot for something, fool. He just gets up and goes and fuck it, I'll be there. And it's Texas and it's this and it's that and it's San Jose and it's Oakland. And he'll fucking take out. That's what you got to do, compa. That's what you got to do. So anybody who's not doing shit like that, and then you're just get the fuck out of the way. And that's just how I am now. That's how I feel. If you're not doing just move, dog. Just move. You know? But it has been crazy, man. 2021, it's January right now. And Dios quiera, wey. Marzo, Abril, things are opening up again. And it's on, fool. Because once shit does open up, it, it's gonna, shit's going to move fast. Shit's going to move fast. And it's going to be rapid fire and keep up. And or again, or get the fuck out of the way. And so that's what we're all right now. I mean, yo, way I'm putting all my pieces together, putting my little okay. I'm got a little of this going on, got a little bit of that going on. I got a bit of this, okay, all right, and little jokes, little videos, little skits, little tweets, little this, little that, and we'll see. 
porque cuando abran las cosas, amo no recio, güey. You know, amo no recio. We, I'm, like I said, I don't just say, just say, but I am emailing and, and meeting with people, have phone calls with people about this, any ideas, what you got, what can you do, how can we work together, and I appreciate those people that are just want to do shit with me and I like that man I think it's amazing alright uh, I had another little rant I was gonna talk about what the fuck was I gonna talk about but, but that was my HGTV thing though man uh, li- love it or list it and then there's a couple other ones there's like a million of those home fucking shows right that you re, re- uh, renovate your house or, or you wanna buy a house there's a bunch of those shows and I you know I'll be surfing through them and shit and watching through going through different ones and uh a lot of them are very entertaining, and they I get hooked, and it's, it's good TV, and it's funny, and it's, you know I get it. Like the the gay guy, oh the one about the 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 lottery winners who are buying their first house. Eso way es también because I'll be like, damn, I should buy some lotto tickets for. Basically, the show's about recent lottery winners buying their first home, and this guy's showing them houses of their dream house, and you know that's it's dope. Watch it. I don't know. Tell me what you think. All right, let me see here. We got a few more minutes. Hold on, give me a second here. I'm getting interrupted. All right, that was Nicolas over here asking me to get something from. By the way, school starts tomorrow, January 12th. Ay, Dios. Ay, Dios. Pray for me. Back to that grind. Oh, my goodness. But um, we'll see what's up. A ver cómo lo hacemos, güey. I feel bad for these kids, man, having to finish. It looks like they're going to finish school online for that this year. Man, that's fucked up, you know. Um, my oldest is in eighth grade. So he hasn't, it's going to be obviously March since he last been to school. So he put all eighth grade online. No, you know, the graduate, you know, eighth grade is a special year. Eighth grade is actually one of my favorite years ever, dog. I love eighth grade, man. I've told you guys before, I was actually pretty fucking popular in middle school. You know, I was, I, I was, peaking in high school and junior high which is not a good time to peak but i was um i won funniest in the yearbook i won most popular in the yearbook i won coolest in the yearbook i don't know what the difference are but and i won like best friends with this guy who i never spoke to after junior high because he moved he didn't go to the same high school nelson Cevallos. and so i won those four things dog i i even though i wanted to win cutest eyes and cutest smile and best looking i didn't win none of that all right i didn't win best couple i didn't win that all right best dimples i didn't win that dog but i won coolest and i won funniest and i won most popular again that tells you something all right i wasn't the best looking kid in school but i did my you know i did my thing you know i had a blast for you know, I was friends with everybody and uh, carried that momentum into high school. Ninth grade, still cool. Tenth grade. But around tenth grade, I started fucking up. My grades were slipping really bad. I, You know, being cool was more important than anything at the time for me. Wanting, you know, trying to get laid, of course, which I did not. And trying to kiss and mac and fucking be going after these fucking chasing chicks and trying to be cool and trying to look tough and trying to ditch and trying to fucking do all this shit by 10th grade. It, it, was, it was like being a, a, a child fucking actor, fool. I was spiraling out of control, fool. And sure enough, before I knew it, 10th grade, I was like failing most of my classes, I remember. And 
again, gracias a Dios, I was uh, very well liked by teachers who actually cared and would reach out and told me, like, hey, man, you got to get your shit together, fool. Like, yeah, it's cool having you in class, making people laugh and stuff like that, but you're not you're not passing any of the shit here, dude. You're failing everything, dog. So I had a few teachers like Mr. Ono, Mr. Weez, Miss Weez, his wife, uh, Miss Toombs, uh, Mr. Diaz, a bunch of teachers, man, who would really reach out to me and, and talk to me and take me aside and tell me, hey, man, you're fucking up here, dude. You're fucking up. And I really appreciate them. Uh, I needed that. I wasn't getting that at the house. You know, I was kind of lying to my parents how things were going. And uh, so, yeah. And so, you know, I was on Mr. Cool, Mr. Popular, eighth and ninth grade year, but 10th grade. Honestly, fool, I started to like regress a little bit with that shit and starting to stay a little bit more low key and starting to like, pay a little bit more attention to school. I was staying after school for some like after school classes. I was coming to Saturday school. I was going to summer school, fool, and uh, trying to catch up, dog. And it was, it was a tough time, 10th and 11th grade. They started scaring you with the... Uh, yeah, you're fun and you're cool and all, but it looks like you're not going to graduate, fool. You're not going to, uh, what was that, uh, cross the stage. And you're not going to go to fucking prom and you can't go to grand night. The way you're going, you better get your shit together and that's, and so, you know, I started fucking around so much. And I, I became kind of like introvert a little bit, to be honest with you. I started just kicking it with a small circle with people who I'm still friends with today. And, you know, that, that, that circle just got smaller and smaller for me. And I started paying a little bit more attention to school. I started kicking it with people who actually cared about school. Uh, you know, they weren't nerds, but they were guys who actually were, you know, were paying, you know, passing their classes and stuff. Who had basically had strict parents. You know, who still were still fucking around and doing their thing, but had very strict parents. We're, we're not letting them, you know, fucking cut class too much. So I was hanging out with those guys. You know, I had my Asian friend. You know, I had my rich friend. You know, I had the friend whose parents cared for him. I had those friends. You know. And so I get my shit together. And was able to... I, I, I graduated high school. I, like, I didn't know I was going to graduate until like two weeks before. I couldn't buy my cap and gown until like the, like the week before. Uh, I, I had to my parents, guys, don't go, don't ask the day off just yet. Don't, no pidan el día todavía porque I don't know. And, and I stressed out my mom. I we told me dad. My dad's like, I had one goal for you. It's just to graduate high school. I had just asked one thing. Yo no más te pido una cosa, mijo. Yo no más te pido una cosa que pases, que te gradúes. That's all I asked for. And that shit hit home, fool. That shit hit home for me. I'm like, yeah, dog, that's true, dog. You know, no te pido nada, güey. Yo no te pido dinero. Yo no te pido que trabajes. Yo no te pido que hagas, que cagas, que saques la basura, güey. Nada, güey. Yo hago todo, güey. No más quiero que gra te gradúes. That's all. Man, that shit hit. Now, it was like around the summer of like going into the 12th grade. And so it was like, I had to just catch up on all these classes. Started asking counselors. Um, had a counselor una viejita I think she passed away already I, honestly I kind of forgot her name fool but she was a sweet old lady Latina and she loved me fool she loved me dog and uh, 
I made her laugh all the time, fool. And she was a really strict woman. Like, like she didn't give a, you know, she gave no fucks, fool. But I mean, she had like a soft spot for me for some reason. I had a little good little charm with her. And I would make her laugh. And uh, so she was looking out for me like, she wasn't very good at her job. She should have retired already, basically. But for me, like, she went on her way to do extra work. Like, okay, let me look. Let me see what I can do. Stuff that she wouldn't do for anybody else. So you get past this class. You're going to need to do this. You're going to have to go here. You're going to have to take this class. You're going to have to take this exam. You're going to have... I need you to come into Saturday school and just take this one test. And so this will help the equivalent of this class. Oh, una chulada de vieja, güey. Me ayudaba un chingo, güey. And so um, I remember one time she had tamales. She bought tamales from a tamale lady that was outside the school. And she had like an extra one. And I was walking to class late. I was running to class. And I can't, for la neta, I feel bad. I forgot her name right now, dude. Because it was just like that 12th grade year I dealt with her. Um, and she's like, Mr. Garcia, where are you going? Oh, I'm, coming, I'm, late. I'm late for class. She's like, you're late already. The bell rang already. Just come to my office. Come to my office. And I thought she was like going to. You know, give it to me, fool. Like, fucking talk shit. And yeah, a little bit. She's like, late. Why are you late? I'm sorry, ma'am. You know, this and that. And, you know, trying to make a bullshit story and shit. Woke up a little late, but I was running over here. I ran like three blocks and this and that. My mom couldn't bring me. No one had a car. She's like, all right, just sit down. Sit down. Here, have here, have a tamale. Have you ate? No, I haven't eaten yet. Here, have a tamale. Here, eat with me. Eat with me. And my puse comer ahí con ella, güey. Just eating, fool, and sharing some stories and stuff, talking about life a little bit. And, and again, she, we ate, and she's like, she, and she wrote me a note. It's all right, just tell so and so teacher that you're with me, and you're good. And I'm like, fucking, if I can kiss you, lady, I fucking make out with you. I'm down, whatever you saw, let's do it. I don't want to even tell nobody, kind of shit. And uh, a beautiful lady, man. I, you know, yo tenía siempre a lot of people looking out for me, and I, I'm very blessed about that, fool, and appreciate. That's why. I, I like to give that in return nowadays. I'm always like, I'm always down to help somebody. Whatever I can do to help for, you know. The only thing I'm not good at is lending money. I don't do that shit. I've, I've learned the hard way not to do that shit. So I don't really lend money out. Uh, but whatever I can do, like physically, you know, emotionally. I like, I, I had a lot of people on the way help me. And so anyways, I graduated full. I crossed the stage full. And that's the first time I saw my dad pretty much cry. My, I've only seen my dad cry twice in his life. Uh, when his mom died, my grandma, I was like 13. That was the first time I ever saw him cry. And then when I graduated, fool. And it's all total times I've seen him cry, dog. And um, I've seen him very st stressed out when my mom would get sick, of course, but he doesn't cry. He just gets very scared and stressed. But anyways, I was able to graduate and yeah. And then from there, I don't know what the fuck to do with my life, dog. I graduated high school. I'm like, what the fuck? In my mind, I always wanted to be a comedian, an actor. And I've told you guys this. I wanted to be into that Hollywood. I know it was comedy. I knew I couldn't get into fucking acting because I don't have the face for it. I'm not the pretty boy. So at modeling, acting, whatever the fuck that is, I knew that wasn't the route. I knew comedy was could, could be a route. By that moment, by that time, I had... I knew who George Lopez was, uh, and I knew like other actors, Paul Rodriguez. I mean, com comedians like Paul Rodriguez, and I knew it was a thing, but I didn't know how to fuck to act on it. I didn't know where to, how to, how to confront that. Had no idea. I just knew that's what I want to do. I don't know how. And being eighteen, 
I could I didn't give a fuck about looking into it like that. Like I didn't yeah, I, I'll get to it. I'm 18. I'll get to it. I'm still young. And then 18 turned into 19, 20, 21. You know? Now all I give a shit was work. I was working two jobs, fucking bitches, dog. You know, all about whim chicks, 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 my next girlfriend and the next one. And who else I can meet? And we're, oh, man, I'm going to drive all the way to Riverside to meet this chick. Oh, I'm going to go fucking meet this chick in Long Beach. Y que la chingada. And parties and clubs and Whittier, Uptown Whittier and Florentine Garden. Oh, me la pasaba, wey. No más house parties, quinceañeras, weddings, backyard fucking parties. Fucking just drinking every Friday. If I drank every Friday at my friend's house for like five years straight, dog, from like 20 to 25, full, every Friday me la pasaba tomando, wey. Drinking every Friday was a thing. Y así me la pasaba, wey. You know? Then I met my first baby's mama, you know? In my early 20s. She was like 18, 19. I was like 21, 22. And, and then we fucking let rest is history. We were dating forever. Yes, I was in love. Yes, we were both in love. Puppy love, young love. And that was my one. Dog. She's the one that was always loyal to me. And I was like, go out and cheat and do things and party and get drunk. She would pick me up from places. And she was that person. She was my caretaker, dog. And of course, I'm like, I'm gonna marry this girl one day. She deserves it. Like we deserve each other. Kind of shit with me being a fucking jerk off, and then of course that didn't work out, right? You know, you get to you get married and you realize, oh shit, why the fuck did I get married? Why the fuck? What am I doing? That's not I'm not that's my I'm not ready. Oh, you go through all right. The twenties are a trip, right? Fucking the twenties are all kinds of roller coaster. For you want to be a grown up, you want to be a kid, you want to be a everything fool at twenty. You want to be it all at twenty, dog and. And next thing you know, I'm 29 and I'm just like scared. I'm going to be 30 and I'm not living where I want to be. And I'm married and I have kids now and I'm a fucking old man. And and then my friends would just be like, well, fucking do, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? I want to be a comedian. Well, be a fucking comedian. My friends are like Marcos Osorio, Cesar Cadena, Eric Torres, Albert Carrizales. German Aguilera, uh, fucking Kike, uh, Kiko Reese, Kike Munoz, all these guys, my girl too, they would be like, well, be a fucking comedian. Be a, you're a fuck. I will tell all these motherfuckers, all these motherfuckers were like, I don't know why you're not a comedian already, dog. I don't know why you're not all fucking, you talk on this talk. You've been saying you're going to be a comedian since you're like 24, 25. You're funny as fuck. You make everybody laugh. Like, what the fuck, fool? Like, do it. Do it. And eventually I fucking did it. It took me a while, but I fucking did it. And I never looked back after that. And that's where I'm at. And here I am today in quarantine trying to get on stage again. <laughs> All right, man. That's it. Me pasé de verga esta vez. Me pasé de verga. But fuck, dog. Uh, yeah. Little, little bit of my, my life. And that's how it goes. So, yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Well, we'll pick up. How about we pick up here next time? All right. I'll give you a little bit more details about all that shit. And because uh, that was a little fun. And uh, I want to keep these shows about 45 minutes. I don't want to go too much longer after that. So, we're about 50 almost. So, let me get out of here. Guys, thank you so much. Uh, look, Right now, Houston Improv, it looks like it's still going on. But we'll, I'll, let, I'll know for sure by the end of the week. 
America Wannabe is coming back. We're recording this week. We're recording, I believe, today's Monday. I think we're recording here, recording here tomorrow or Wednesday. So please keep a lookout for that. I'm sure the guys are back doing their own independent ones too. Time flies. And I'm a lot cooler than I look. I'm sure they're doing their thing again. Look out for those two guys, please. And I'll uh, catch you guys soon. Please tell people about the podcast. Please let me know. The numbers are going up. So I agradezco. Muchas gracias. They're gone up like 10% since uh, December 1st. That means things are going well. I'll, let's bump it up a little bit more. Do me a favor, right? Follow me on TikTok, man. I'm on TikTok. That's the other thing I was going to talk about. TikTok. We'll talk about that later. Uh, how that's going. I got a new video on TikTok dropping this week that I recorded today. So it'll be dropped tomorrow, Tuesday or Wednesday. And let me know what you guys think, all right? Have a good one. I'm Jerry G. Wait, send me some questions or fuckers or some feedback. We'll go from there. All right, pues. Have a good one. Episode 30, fool. Llegamos al Big 3-0, fool, right here on Martin Luther King Jr. Birthday Holiday Special. Yes, sir. Happy birthday to Mr. MLK, dog. Uh, no, he is not the creator of Black Lives Matter, like Nikki says. He says he invented Black Lives Matter, which in a way, party is, right? If you really think about it, right? Um, happy birthday, dog. Um, of course, I had to tweet my tweet that I do pretty much every year. I may have skipped a year here and there, but I get clowned by, you know, the guys here. You know, Fernie, Christian, Jesus, like, there you go. Ahí vas otra vez. I love it. It's original. It's mine. I made it a long time ago. I tweeted it for the first time. And it sounds better when you say it than when you read it. I don't know if it's getting, if it's doing it justice as a tweet. I made myself laugh a long time ago when I said, man, estoy bien cansado. Me siento como el black. Como, me, no, estoy bien cansado. Me siento like the Mexican Martin Luther King. Tengo un sueño. Right? It's funnier, dick. The tweet, it might, you know, it depends on how you read it. Right? But it's always fun to, um, I got a couple of tweets that I tweet every year. Right? Uh, I forget which ones they are, but I remember around that time. Uh, of course, this one. Uh, I think uh, for Selena's birthday, I'll do the. Uh, I'll do the. Uh, I still today I cannot date girls named Yolanda. I love that tweet. Uh, of course, el 15 de julio. Hoy es el 15 de julio. Felicidades, Julio. <laughs> That's like my favorite. Now that one is not a Jerry G original. That one is a meme that I saw and I laughed for days. So I kind of, you know, I started sharing the meme. Then I mean, then I created my own meme because I found a very fit, very funny picture of a guy dressed in a quinceanera dress. And I, I created it again and I made it with that. Uh, but it's not a Jerry G original. All right. Uh, I still can't date girls named Yolanda. He's a Jerry G original. And Tengo Un Sueño is an original and a couple other ones that are, I can't think right now off the top of my head that I like to use every year. Um, it's just, again, every year I get a couple thousand new followers. 
So, of course, they haven't seen it. And, of course, why fix what's broken? I don't know. I don't know. These guys just like to give me a hard time, bust my balls, and I get it. But that's it's funny. And something I do take a year off because, you know, kind of have to. But uh, it's always a fun tweet. But at the end of the day, man, love, man, respect. I know. I'm out, and también, like, lately, like, to, like today, I'm like, is this canceled culture type tweet that could get me in trouble like i hate that i think that because i first tweeted that back like in i don't know 2012 13 party was the first time i tweeted it uh and uh you know but now things are different in this climate right people could get offended now but i went for it i double checked my sources myself and i went for it and I don't want anybody to get in, insulted. You are insulting a great man. And this is not how he should be treated. This is not funny. I don't know. Right? You never know. You never know. Because, like, for example, the if you follow me on TikTok, right? I've been kind of doing my thing on TikTok, you know. Uh, which is very hard to keep up with TikTok, dog. Ugh, it, it, it's a whole different damn job. But it's fun. And I just trip on TikTok. Look, I got 15,000 followers on Instagram. Fool. It's not a lot. Fool. It's not a lot. I wish I had more. I, I deserve more. I deserve more. But you know what? I say, you know, these 15,000 followers are real, legit followers, fool. All right? They're not robots. They're not spam. They're not, you know, they're real people. So it's all good. All right? It's not little kids. You know, it's, it's real people. Real fans, real followers. So I appreciate every one of them. But even though I do deserve, I should be at a hundred thousand right now. Fasil way. I don't know what the fuck. You know the algorithm is fucking me over somewhere. But it's okay. It's all right, right? So I got fifteen thousand followers on on Instagram, and and you know I've obviously I've had Instagram for a very long time since the beginning, which is what like at least five years. Ponle que siete way. Ponle que twenty thirteen, twenty fourteen. Ponle que twenty fifteen. Six years. 15,000 followers, which is not, not a lot by any means, um, which is why I'm not verified. I don't have enough followers. That's why I need to have at least 25K to make a case, dog. Um, but anyways, uh, so but now I get on TikTok. I get on TikTok early January, late, late December, early De- I think late December. I think right before Christmas, I've started messing with it. So I got on TikTok, not even month, hasn't even been a month yet. So today is January 18. I got on TikTok, I believe December 20th or some shit. I'm already at over 13,000 followers, Zick, in less than a month. No mames, way. No mames. Like, really, fool? Like, come on, dog. I, I appreciate all of you guys. Thank you. It's a lot. It's, uh, I, I feel I'm overachieving. But where are these people at with Instagram? It's just they, 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 they're built different, right? It works differently. And the thing is that I don't want to spend my whole time on TikTok. It's, TikTok is cool, but it's not like where I want to be at the time because that's not, like, that's not really my style. My style is sharing memes, funny quotes, funny pictures, funny posts, funny story, you know, but not like a whole actual skit or bit or like, I don't, music, soundtrack, green screen. Now, it's kind of like out of my comfort zone, fool, you know? But I have been able to catch a little lightning in a bottle with a couple of little skits that I've done with the car uh, rants. 
right? The car rant's funny. That to me is all that that's been funny. Uh about spoiler fighting with my baby's mama, fighting with I'm trying to fight with everybody. You know, little by little I'm going to get to everybody that I feel it's funny. Um but that dick fucking 300,000 views already, dick. Like I appreciate it, but dick when I I I put that same that same fucking skit post whatever you want to call it on on Instagram I get like 5000 views a little like 7000 views compared to 300,000 like come on dog what the fuck Instagram I I don't get it I don't get it you know and everybody says it's our little kids who follow maybe so but all the followers that I'm getting, I don't see them all because, you know, I get like a, you know, I don't have the alert the notification on, right? But when I go on TikTok, this I live with, boom, 400 new followers, right? And, you know, you're scrolling down. And, of course, I'm looking for you ladies, right? I look for the girls. And it's mostly all grown people, dog. There's no kids. There's no kids following me. Yeah, I don't have really kids, which is great, right? Which is great because well, that's one of the reasons I was hesitating to join TikTok is because this is not my... uh age fucking you know range or whatever fuck you want to call it right i want grown-ass people to follow me the grown-ass people who are going to support and follow and come out to a show and you know that those you you motherfuckers who are listening to this podcast right now you are the ones who i want me following on the social medias fool you know not the kids not yet give me see right away I don't, you know, I don't care for those views. I don't care for those follows. I care for these. Anyways, am I making sense? I hope I'm making sense. Um, 